right back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Touchdown. Krakowski didn't have the angle. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Big Cat Chat Podcast. Uh, here I am George and here's Josiah. Uh, what's up guys? So we are back for another episode of the podcast. And today we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, welcome. Um, hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. Make sure to uh, leave your thoughts and stuff. And um, yeah, it's been enjoyable to do. But we're going to go ahead and start this one with the MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Offensive Player of the Year. Who we think is going to win them. We're leaving off Defensive Player of the Year just because, in all honesty, I, I have no idea. Not a single idea, and neither does Yeah, he. it could be literally anybody. Exactly. It could be, I mean, it could be Chase Young at this point, because you saw everybody saying Nick Bosa last year. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and start with who my MVP is. My MVP is Mahomes next year. Who do you think? I have to agree with you on this one. MVP Mahomes all the way. Okay, who do you have for Offensive Rookie of the Year? Uh, Joe Burrow. Okay, I, de- I have Joe Burrow too. Just I know it's kind of basic, but there's so many wide receivers, and I just don't see a wide receiver winning it because there are good ones, but it's like they never really win it. And then running backs... There are good yeah. running backs, but a lot of the good running backs went to teams who they're not going to be like the prime back, like mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs was. So it really comes down to Tua and Joe Burrow, and Tua's going to not probably start the whole season. Joe Burrow will. Yeah. So, what about awesome. offensive player of the year? For me, I have I have to go with it's going to be a risky one, but I feel like coming off an injury and stuff, Saquon Barkley. I'm gonna have to go with him. That's a good pick. For me, I got McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. It was close between McCaffrey and um, and Michael Thomas last year, but McCaffrey he had one k off rushing yards, so he played a good running back, and he had over one k passing yard or receiving yards. So he played he basically played a star receiver and a star running back. Yeah, I see that. Offense. I see that all the way. But I also see Saquon just because last year he had like he had he did not have the best season, and I think he's gonna this year he's gonna improve by a lot, and he's gonna be better than his his rookie season. So I don't know. I just that's my opinion on that. That that's that really good. Oh, I I don't even think about Saquon Barkley because I think he could, he's going to run over everybody if he doesn't get hurt this year. Yeah, his uh, lower ankle. And then now let's finish it off with defensive rookie of the year. My defensive rookie of the year is um, Chase Young, just because. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I cannot disagree with you on that one. It, it's. I mean, my other option was Simmons. Like Isaiah Simmons might get it depending on how good he does. Yeah. Chase Young is going to be better than Nick Bosa was, and you saw what Nick Bosa did. Yeah. So it's between Young and Simmons for me because Simmons could be great too because he could play a bunch of positions, could do a lot of things. All over the defense, yeah. But we'll see. So those are our MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Offensive Player of the Year. Predictions. Um, On Defensive Player of the Year, like we said, it's going to be really hard, but I'm just going to throw in, make it. Keep an eye on Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen could show up as defensive player of the year, possibly. But yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying I hope he's he... a, I'm not taking him as like my definite pick. I'm just saying he could. Mm. Be. Yeah, he could be in the race. Um, uh, unless he gets injured, he has like he's he's definitely gonna be in the race. Definitely agree. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. So, so recently I saw some news that this, according to. Uh, Chris Sims of NBC Sports, 
before the 2018 NFL draft, which is when the Cleveland Browns had the number one pick for the second year in a row, this is the year they picked Baker Mayfield uh, with the number one pick. Apparently, there were, were there's rumors. I, I don't know how true it is. Take it with a grain of salt. But apparently, the Seahawks uh, offered Russell Wilson to the Cleveland Browns straight up for the number one overall pick. And obviously, yeah. it did. It fell through. Nothing happened. But yeah. so what do you I, what do you think the NFL would be like if this trade happened? It would have been all over the place. Like I would not see. I would never imagine Russell Wilson in a Browns uniform and Baker Mayfield replacing a franchise quarterback like Russell Wilson. You know, and like I don't. I don't think that's true at all. And. Plus, I don't think Seattle is dumb enough to trade their franchise quarterback for a first-rounder. And to add on to that, I don't think the Browns are dumb enough to not accept it, you know? Like, if you get offered Russell Wilson and you decline it and think Baker Mayfield is going to be better than Russell Wilson, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of a dumb move. And <laughs> I don't think Seattle – yeah, I don't, I don't think it's true at all. Yeah, what I mean – I don't. I don't think it's true either. But of course, it could be true because some teams are stupid. And on the side of you, don't think the Browns are dumb enough not to take it. I think the Browns organization is just dumb enough to not take it. Cause I mean, yeah. Like a big question. I, a big question I thought about when I saw that was who's dumber, the Seahawks for sending the trade in the first or, place, or the Browns for not accepting not it? Not taking it. Yeah. And I think it's definitely the Browns because, of course, like. It's Russell Wilson, the second best, second best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. So, yeah, like, how do you, third, yeah. how do you not do that trade? And when a rookie, Baker Mayfield, who might not even be great, you never know. Obviously, we see him now; he's not doing the best. He's not the best, yeah. Uh, and he has so many receivers, like he has Odell, Landry. Exactly, and, and like, Russell, Russell doesn't have those weapons. He has Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has no offensive line, so he's constantly rushing around. Yeah, and he has a Hollister, and he's not that bad, but like, yeah, not as many hurt a lot. As... What? I said Hollister's hurt a lot. Yeah, that's another problem. But yeah, but yeah. So that that's like, and then I also saw something. That, I don't know if it was Chris Sims. I think it was just Br Giridion that uh, said that there was also reports that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Russell Wilson still could be traded at some point in, in, the, in yeah. the coming years. And I'm like, that's, if that that's happens, dumb. Seahawks fans are not going to be happy. And I wouldn't either because he's still playing at an uh, at all. level. Yeah, and it's his prime years now. It's not like he's getting old like other quarterbacks like Drew Brees and all of them. I don't think he's going to be retiring in the next five years, you know? Exactly. He's He's still going great. And he knows how to keep himself safe. But yeah, yeah, that, that without that, whole line, yeah. That's our opinions on that, and I just thought of something that uh, we hadn't planned for, but recently in the news, there were two corners, uh, one from the Giants, one from now the Seahawks, Quentin Dunbar. He got traded from the Redskins. Oh they yeah, got, they got arrested. Uh, originally, there was a warrant, but then they got arrested for armed robbery. Um, yeah. And the story that came out is they were at a party of some sort. And an argument broke out, and then after that argument, they uh, pulled a semi-automatic weapon out, and then started to take watches and everything, and like different Rolexes, and different extremely expensive watches from people. And then yeah. they, then the Giants' defensive back, uh, DeAndre Baker, he organized, he, or he told someone, a third person who was wearing a mask, not sure if it was like a 
to cover shoot, up mask yeah. or if it was just a corona mask. But either way, he told him to shoot someone who just walked in. And it's, this is crazy. It's, what are your thoughts? Like, come on, man. You're making $10 million for, like, ten about $10 million um, in the NFL. And you're going to over here go rob people and get watches. And, like, come on, man. Like, have some common sense and use your brain just a little bit to think that I don't need all this money. I already have so much money in my bank account. And, like, you're – you're become in one of them. I think the Giants player isn't was in his rookie season last year. He's a second year. Yeah, he was drafted. Um, For, he I was believe, a first rounder too. Yeah, he was like the thirtieth pick or something. Mm-hmm. I think they traded back. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I remember that. And like, he, you're still like a rookie, man. Like, you're a second year, same thing. But like, come on, you're see, like you just started your career. And he like, might you've be- been working out. You've been you've been working your whole life towards this goal, and you're ruining it by a foolish mistake. Like, come on. And he might be facing a minimum of 15 years for directing the guy to shoot. In 15 years, that's a career over. Exactly. And then Quentin Dunbar. In my opinion, it's over. Quentin Dunbar, I I was surprised when he got traded, especially for only a fifth-round pick, because he's a great corner, but I guess it makes sense if there's off-season, if they noticed that there was off-field issues and other problems and they didn't want to keep him. So, I mean, in all reality, the Seahawks got robbed of a fifth-round pick at this point. Yeah. And then in other news in the NFL – that just came up in the past few hours. Uh, NFL owners tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next week, will vote on a resolution that would improve a team's draft position if it hires a person of color as head coach or general manager. Uh, This is according to Jim Trotter. Currently, there are only two black GMs and four head coaches of color matching a 17-year low. So basically, I read this as, if you hire a person of color as your head coach or general manager then you get a better draft pick which i don't i get what they're trying to do but it's like okay i'm white so i might misunderstand this or something but if i were somebody else i would not want to be hired like as in because there's something they're being given something to hire me i want to be hired because i'm actually good at my job yeah I feel like they shouldn't base it, base it off that. Base it off like like am I good at my job? Am I doing? Am I talented at coaching? At uh like uh managing a team? You know, like you got to be good at that stuff and not just have a certain race or have a certain color. You know, exactly. And like Eric Bieniemy, he should be hired. So there are issues such as this, but in all reality, I don't think it's gonna make them feel any better being hired because oh we you'll get a better draft pick because of it. It just makes them like an asset. It's like okay, and and um, like teams that have a winning record get a better pick than we teams that have not gotten a good record just because they have like they hire somebody of color. Like that's just not fair to those teams that had so that had so many losses. Yeah, it. I think the draft way should say the same, but it all comes down to a matter of opinion. But yeah, we'll see what happens when they when they draft on it next year. All right. So now let's go ahead and move forward into a little just interesting topic because there's not too many left, but for the Jaguars, yeah. what free agent that's still available would you want the Jags to try and sign? If if any in our reality, like there might even be yeah. none that you want, but we'll go ahead and start with who you want. Okay, so I have like two options and they're both iffy. There is a guard from New or New Orleans and his name is Larry Warford. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yep, I definitely heard of him. He's actually mine. 
Yeah, he's he's a really good. He, his stats are really good, and I I just I just like him, and I feel like he could be a, a he could better our O line overall. And then my second option is uh, he's a safety from Carolina, Eric Reed. Yep. And uh, he 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 would be nice, and like we kind of need like our safety our safety um, positions are like iffy right now at this moment, and like. I feel like he's he's he could be a good good player for. Our, what about you? For me, like like you said, the guard from Saint from the Saints, Larry Warford, uh, he was cut recently. I assume cap casualty or some sort because he yeah, saved them me. like eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. And he and I believe they saw that he was looking. I saw a article saying he was looking for seven million dollars. And he used to be. He's a former Pro Bowler. Come on, Jags. We have AJ Can. Who literally last season fought with Will Richardson, like they went week to week on who was starting at at that right guard position. Yeah. Like give us a good, actual, starting guard and Larry mm-hmm. Warford. We have the money. I don't yeah, see why not. Definitely to try seven million. Him. That's definitely doable. Exactly. Give him eight if we have to beat somebody out. Like he's worth it. So I definitely think that's who we should sign, and that was a good point with Eric Reed. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't even remember he was still on the market. So, that's a good yeah. point. All right, now let's go into some other. Here's a few Jags topics right here. Um, who's your favorite current Jag on the team? Well, Jaguar. I'm gonna have to go with between either Josh Allen or Minshew, Gordon Minshew, just because I I have I think there's a future for both of them on this team. Unless something happens, like it's injured and we trade one of them, and like you know, I just Josh Allen should have won, uh, should have won it over um, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, I was blinking on the name. Nick Bosa, and he just has really good stats, sacks, ten and a half, and uh, he's a really good player on the Jags. And Minshew, Minshew's like he's he can stand in the pocket, he can do anything you want a quarterback can. He's not he's not that slow either. He can run. And those are top two players for me. What about you? For me, my favorite Jags is same as you, Minshew and Allen, because for one, they're the two players I have their jerseys of. And I love Minshew's personality. He's a leader. Oh, yeah. Plus, he's funny. Everybody loves Minshew. And Allen, on the other side, is very mature for his age and is in the point just getting all this money. Just They're both great people. I, I, I love both their personalities, and they're both talented, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, so who is your fave all-time Jaguar? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a split again between Baselli or Burnell. And Baselli was a right tackle, I believe, or left tackle? Left tackle. Left tackle. Um, and he was really good. He was really talented. And like you said about Minshew, his personality is amazing. Like, um... He he's he still goes around here to the Jacksonville Jaguars facility and he talks to players all the time, and he's still around and he was really good. Uh, he was a re- really good offensive lineman, and for Burnell he was a really good quarterback. He led us to a lot of good games and we won a lot of them. And he had he did also have a good personality. So yeah, what about you? For me, my favorite it's a split for me as well. But for me, the split is between Jimmy Smith, the one of our best all time receiver, Which and. Receiver, yeah. And I know we didn't have him for too long, but in my opinion, Calais Campbell. <laughs> like, wow. For um, Jimmy Smith, I just love Jimmy Smith. He was a great receiver, uh, best in our franchise history. 
I mean, mm-hmm. he might be a future Hall of Famer eventually. He's been nominated Hopefully. a few times. But, and I just love everything about Jimmy Smith. He's active on Twitter. He even predicted us drafting Minshew. Like, he predicted it quite a few years back before Minshew even was at Washington yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. So that was cool. And then Calais Campbell. All right, I know we have tons of players that have a lot more history here. Campbell is only here for three years. Three and, years. But if you see the stuff that Calais did for Jacksonville, the talent he brought here for one on the field, the stuff he did off the field with his foundation going around, he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Just everything about Campbell. I think even though he wasn't here for long, I think he should go in the ring of honor. And I think he's one of my favorite all-time Jags here. And I'm going to root for him at the Ravens. I wish we kept yeah, him, though. I agree with him. Yeah, right. uh, he's he's I, I, I like him a lot. And I'm so sad that we traded him. For real. Like, he was, he was, he was my favorite player for the Jags. Yeah, it, it was really sad. Yeah, stuff happens, I guess. We yeah, it happens. Capsules. That was the one bad thing I didn't like about this offseason so far yeah. is the fact that we had to, we, we traded him, but... It did save us money, but I still would have rather paid him the money and kept him. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, that's it. Okay. So, now let's move on to current roster. Who are the top five players? Not excluding Ngakwe. Mm -hmm. Ngakwe does not count necessarily because he's on the team, but who knows what's going to happen next year. We all have our different opinions on it, but... Besides Ngakwe, who currently on the roster would you rank first, second, third, fourth, fifth? Defense, offense, special teams, any player. Overall, who's our best five players in order? We'll Are you going to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, you can put your – you answer number one first. Okay, uh, I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen. Yep, Josh Allen was mine just because he, he did what he did as a rookie. should have been defensive rookie of the year. He's only mm-hmm. going to improve, get better. Now, my, my, number, number, my number two is DJ Chark, because we wow. saw what DJ Chark did taking his step forward. He's easily one of, if not our best offensive player, in my opinion. Uh, I agree with two. you on that one for number two. Um, you, you explained it all. For number three, I'm going to go with Josh Lambeau, just because he's he's a really good kicker. And, like, I don't want to place a kicker that high, but he's he's really good, and he he barely misses anything. He almost had a perfect like he he almost had a perfect uh, kicking kicking percentage in our in our home field, and so yeah, I think he's a top three. What about you? Uh, for me, I put Leonard Fournette as third because, as a lot of people think, he's the best player on our team, and especially on offense. I think, he, and like I said the other episode a few days ago, that he was overrated. I do think he's still a top player on the team. Mm-hmm. He put up a thousand over a thousand yards last year. He's done it two times. Out of his three years in Jacksonville. And all he yeah, needs to my, do is score more touchdowns. But I think Fournette is our third best player. That's and, who's who's my fourth, Leonard Fournette. Uh, and my fourth pick is Joe Schobert. He hasn't taken a snap for the Jacksonville Jaguars yet. But I do think Joe Schobert, based off what he's done in Cleveland, he's been part of a 0-16 team. And in his first few years, he, won, he experienced only like two wins. So... Him being used to the losing and still performing at such a high level just shows me that no matter what team he's on, especially with us... He's going to play his hardest, yeah. He's going to play great. He's going to really improve our linebacker core, and I'm excited for Joe Schobert. So, yeah. And you said Leonard Fournette is your fourth. Mm-hmm. So now, who is your fifth? 
Joe Sherbert. I was gonna I was gonna place him a little bit above, like number four. But I just since we ha- he hasn't played for the Jags, I just put him on the lower end, a number five. And yeah. you explained it all. He played. He's playing his his best at 0-16 team. Like Browns weren't good these past couple of years that he's been with them. And so like, I, I think he's gonna be a really good addition to our defense, especially our linebacker group. I agree. And who's your fifth? Now my fifth was I could not decide. I had a three way split for fifth. So my first pick for fifth was Josh Lambeau, mm-hmm. which yes, it's a kicker. How embarrassing to have a kicker in your top five players. But the reason I put Lambeau's there is because he's never missed a kick in Jacksonville. Literally, I mean, in Jacksonville, TIA Bank Field, he's never missed a kick. 100% field goal percentage in Jacksonville. And then mm-hmm. he's he's got the high, highest or second highest percentage of the um, uh, since 2017 or 2016. He is the second highest, if not highest, percentage uh, kick percentage behind Justin Tucker, and he's so consistent. He you can kick it anywhere, and obviously he's just great at everything. He, I mean, remember last year in the Titans game when he got the tackle? The whole, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. I was yeah. there. The whole stadium just went wild when he got that tackle. Yeah, he's just a good. He's a good kicker. He's a good overall player and everything. For real. And then my second pick for fifth was DJ Hayden. Um, the reason I put DJ Hayden possibly at fifth is because if you put him on the outside as a corner, he's not top five. But in the slot, he is elite in the slot, in my opinion. Yeah, he, gets, he had a couple of interceptions last year, too. Yeah, he gets sacks. He can do anything in the slot. He's great at coverage. He can blitz. He can do whatever you ask him to. His only issue is he's injured quite a lot of the time. Yeah, he gets, yeah. And now for my third pick for fifth is Trey Herndon. Which, again, hmm. you might say this is a little bit high, but based off what he did last year, being one of the best corners in the league, I'd say top 10. Yeah, um, and replacing, like, filling in Ramsey's shoes. Exactly. Based off stats, he was the sixth best corner. We've been over this before, but... And I think if he even if, if he improves his issue of when he does let up a catch, he gives up a lot of yards after the catch. If he can fix that... He could be he, number two corner. He could be an elite corner. He's a great, yeah. he's a good, great, good slash great corner right now. He can be elite in the future. So those are our yeah. top five current Jags players. And now to get to the end of the podcast, we're going to go ahead and go through our top five quarterbacks, our top five receivers, and our top five running backs in the league. I'll go ahead and give my top five quarterbacks, then you give your top five. You'll do your top five receivers, then I'll do my top five, and then I'll do my top five running backs, and then you'll do your top five. So my top five quarterbacks are number one, Mahomes. Nothing needs to be said. Like, yes, he has a lot of weapons, but he still makes a throw. Tell me, give me more than one time he has missed a throw that another quarterback would have made. It's that simple. Number two, Russell Wilson. A lot of people have Lamar Jackson here, but Wilson has been so consistent doing the same thing, carrying his team for years. No matter what weapons he has, what offensive line he has, he's just carried his team through thick and thin. Oh, yeah. And and he's a great leader, an amazing leader. So then my number three, Lamar Jackson. You saw what he did last year, MVP, set record for rushing yards. He's a great quarterback. 
Hopefully he continues to succeed and doesn't become an RG3 and get hurt, but we'll see how that goes. Then number four and five is where it's going to start to differ for a lot of people, but my number four is Watson from the Texans. And yeah, there's other quarterbacks that do have similar stats to him, but if you think about it, he has one. He had one quality receiver who wasn't hurt all the time, and that was DeAndre Hopkins, who he no longer has anymore, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they didn't. They never had a super strong running game. They had they had good running backs, but they never had great running backs. Yeah. And um, offensive line wasn't the best at many times. He, I believe, he got sacked the most. Uh, like top five sack, getting sacked the most. Yeah, his O line was so bad, and then that injury, uh, twenty seventeen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And he Watson, he can run. Like the amount of times, the elusiveness, like that game against the Bills in the playoffs, where he two guys literally sandwiched him. And yeah, I remember still, that. And he, he still got up. Yeah. And he he didn't even fall. He just he still threw a dime, that pretty much killed the game for the Bills. That was insane. So that's my number four, and then my number five is Breeze. This one, I wasn't really sure, but I thought Breeze was going to do great. And, I, I mean, he's been doing great. He's going to do great for probably his last year. Got a great team around him. But, yep, I think Breeze has been good for years, and I think he's number five. Who are your number five? All right. Uh, okay, so for num- number one, this one's obvious. It's going to be Mahomes. He's done so many things. He's had MVP last – or, yeah. He's had um, – he's, like, he carried the team. He thrown many touchdowns. He went to the Super Bowl and won it. Um, yeah, he's number one. He's definitely number one. I don't think there's no argument there. Yep. Uh, Russell Wilson for number, my number two. Okay. And he's he's fast. He can get out the pocket with his O-line, trash O-line that they have over there. He's done a lot of great things in Seattle. And I don't. I hope they don't trade them just for the sake of Seattle fans. Um, uh, my number three, I'm going to have to go with Lamar Jackson. Okay. Just because how fast he is and how fast he can truck people and how fast he can get away from people and like his rushing touchdowns are great. He can throw the ball deep and he's just been a great quarterback overall. And then I'm gonna have to go with Drew Brees for my number four because he's just an overall great player. He won a Super Bowl. He's right. He's about to retire probably next year or the year after, but he's he's doing great for his like last couple of years. And then for my last one, I'm gonna have to uh, like agree with you. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Watson just because of how much like he tries and he works and like how how good his throws are and how fast he can run. His overall abilities are really great. And yeah, that's for my my quarterbacks. Okay, now who are your top five receivers in the league? Okay, so to start it off, we're gonna have to go with D Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. And I feel like a lot of people would agree with me on this one just because I think he has one of the best hands in the league. He's really big and he's fast. So he can his his route running is amazing too. Uh for my, number 2, I'm going to have to go with <clears throat> for you good? Who's your number 2? Okay, so I don't know what's going oh. on. Hello. Oh, okay. I don't, okay. I don't know what happened. But for uh, my number two, I want to go with Mike Evans. I know it's just like he's definitely a top five, and I'm going to put him in two just because he's really good, and he's a really good uh, route runner. 
And then my number three, I'm going to have to go with Godwin. Just because they're both on the Bucks, but they're both they're both really good. And for my number four, Tyreek Hill. He's a really good route runner. He's like the fastest one in the NFL. And then my last one for number five, I have to go with Michael Thomas. You can't go wrong with that one. And um Whoa. My- <laughs> that was an interesting receiver list. Um <laughs> I was, like, stunned by a few of those picks, but they are all great receivers. Mm-hmm. All right, so my list is, number one is Julio Jones. He's been elite for years. I still think he's number one, and you a lot of people agree. Uh, number two is Michael Thomas, and, um, yeah, Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. We saw what he did last year. He led the league in receptions. He set a record. Um and then number three, I had uh, DeAndre Hopkins because Hopkins is a great receiver. I think he was number one uh, at a point, but I think he's number three currently. Number four, I have Evans because Evans is a great receiver, and he is just insane, even with Jameis Winston. Then number five, I had it between Godwin and Adams, Devontae Adams. Uh, Devontae <clears throat> Adams is an elite right runner, probably the best in the league. And then Godwin, he did what he did amazingly last year. All right, now let's go into the final top five. We're going to go ahead and go with running backs. My number one running back was McCaffrey, just because he basically played, I could put him at a top receiver at this point, but that's McCaffrey. He's insane all around, best running back in the league. Um, Number two, Derrick Henry. He was insane. He killed the Jags. He killed everybody he played, like the iconic Earl Thomas clip. Uh, my number three, Saquon Barkley, because he was hurt. That's why I think he's falling down to three. But he's so elusive. He always miss, makes the first tackle miss. And I think he's going to have a great year next year. Number four is Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Um, mm-hmm. As much as I don't like him, uh, he's still a great back. He, he kind of carries the, the Cowboys, in my opinion, to an extent. And the number five, it was between Dalvin Cook and uh, Chubb from the um, Browns. They both were insane. They both carried their teams, especially Dalvin Cook, and he didn't get hurt. It was great. So yeah. who are your top five running backs? Okay, number one, obvious, is going to be um, Christian McCaffrey. Pretty self-explanatory. Number two, Derrick Henry. Number three, um, he trucks people. You saw in the playoffs. You saw the whole game. You saw against the Jags. Uh, number three, Saquon. Um, nothing I have to say. You saw his rookie season. Last year he got hurt, and it was – it was bad, but he still is going to get back up. And then um, my fourth place, I, I'm going to have to go with Ezekiel Elliott, and that's pretty – like, he carried a lot. And then last place or fifth place, I'm going to have to go between Alvin Kamara or uh, or uh, Joe Mixon. So those are my top five. That, that, those are great picks. But yeah, guys, thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. It was Hope really you guys fun. did enjoy. Uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, make sure to share the podcast with your friends. If you guys want to donate, you can. Um, I know there's an option, but you don't have to. Anything goes back into the podcast. But either way, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day, and we'll see you later. Have a good one. Thanks for the support.